Across the European Union, the latest energy market developments and record energy prices have caused a great deal of turmoil and a wide variety of comments. While trying to mitigate the impact of rising power and gas prices on their populations, many European leaders have been quick to point fingers and draw conclusions that suit, above all, their own political agenda. In this story from our pan-European media network, Euronet Plus journalists analyze reactions to soaring energy prices in their country. The causes of the price surge are indeed multiple, with gas supply at the forefront, low EU gas production, insufficient storage levels, limited Russian gas deliveries, increased Asian demand for liquefied natural gas due to the recovery, while wild short-term market movements on European gas hubs have reinforced a sense of panic. In addition, low renewable energy production in Europe and high carbon prices have further exacerbated the trend. Soaring gas and electricity prices are bad news indeed, just as the bloc was readying for the post-pandemic recovery. It is also a cruel reminder that for the time being the EU cannot do without a good relationship with its gas-producing neighbours, recalls Gigi, our Milan-based colleague for Radio 24, Il Sole 24 Ore. L'impennata repentina dei prezzi dell'energia colpisce la società italiana come l'Europa intera. The sudden rise in energy prices affects Italian society as well as the whole of Europe in times of recovery. In other words, when society hopes to return to growth, not only for families but also for businesses. Russian President Vladimir Putin says the responsibility for this problem lies with Brussels, with the European Union, where President Ursula von der Leyen insists on accelerating the energy transition. But it is clear that Russia's reaction is first and foremost that of an interested supplier, indeed Europe's supplier par excellence. But on the other hand, Ursula von der Leyen seems to have a very clear idea. She therefore responds by explaining that this very crisis is proof of the necessity to speed up in order to achieve full energy independence for Europe as soon as possible. However, it is obvious that this phase will not be easy. It will take time and it will also require the patience and willingness to renegotiate with those who are currently the main suppliers of fossil fuels while pushing for a rapid energy transition. Suppliers who will probably remain indispensable for many years to come to maintain an energy balance which is also, and in some respects above all, a question of social balance. But not all EU leaders concur with the President of the European Commission. Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orbán, for example, blames the EU's action on climate change for rising prices. In the run-up to the elections, this is a very uncomfortable situation for him. Balash of MTVA Media explains why. Az energiakérdésekről szóló vita három fő szempont köré csoportosul Magyarországon jelenleg. Ezek a három pillérés... The energy issue is currently discussed in three main aspects in Hungary, which are also the three pillars of energy policy. The first is the secure and affordable energy supply for households. It is based on a major decision taken by the government in 2014, which is to fix the prices of gas, electricity and water for households. This led to the fact that in Hungary, the cost of energy is one of the lowest for households in Europe. The second element of the energy discussion in Hungary is the long-term purchase of gas. 
because Hungary imports most of the gas it consumes. The authorities have just signed a fortnight ago a 15-year-old long-term contract with the Russian company Gazprom for the delivery of gas. The contract is for about 4.5 billion cubic meters per year, which is roughly equivalent to household consumption. The third element of the Hungarian discussion on energy issues is related to the ongoing discussion on climate action. Hungary and other countries in the region recognize that the energy transition is vital to achieve climate goals, but it is fundamental that the costs cannot be borne by the citizens, the families, especially at a time when we see a significant increase in energy prices. In contrast to Hungary, Germany is among the most expensive European countries in terms of energy. The government is dreaming of renewable energies, says Claudia of German AMS Media. But in fact, efforts to boost renewables have failed to overtake coal. According to recent official figures, in the first six months of 2021, coal overtook wind power as the largest contributor of energy to the German grid. If we compare electricity prices in the European Union, Germany has long been in first place. Electricity is particularly expensive here, and the share of taxes and levies is over 50%. One such tax is the EEG surcharge. It is intended to promote renewable energy and must be paid by almost all companies and private households for every kilowatt hour of electricity consumed. In 2021, at 6.5 cents per kilowatt hour, it accounts for almost a quarter of the total electricity price. This is the basic situation. There is currently a kind of silence about the steady rise in the price of electricity. This is probably also because we are in an intermediate period between the old and the new government. The demands on the new government come, for example, from the Federation of German Industries and from consumer organizations. Both are calling for a reduction in the tax burden. For the time being, political comments on the rapid rise in prices is that we need more renewable energy sources. This is what Environment Minister Svenja Schulz has stressed at the meeting of EU Environment Ministers. Renewable energies and the ambitious expansion of these energies make us less dependent on important fossil fuels and are therefore the solution to the problem. And then there is the question of nuclear energy. The French finance minister, Bruno Le Maire, recently spoke very clearly on this subject. From a German point of view, it remains the same, a clear no to nuclear energy. But other member states have a different view of the issue. Not only France, but also Bulgaria, Finland, Hungary, Poland, Romania, Slovenia and other Central and Eastern European countries are reportedly pushing for nuclear power to be included in the EU's upcoming sustainable financing rules. But this crisis is forcing many European governments to face up to their energy dependence and explore solutions. This is the case in Estonia, where Priet of Kukuradio explains why renewable energy could be the way forward for the Baltic country. The price of energy and of electricity in particular is a hot topic in Estonia. Fortunately, like the other Baltic states, our country is not really dependent on energy from Russia. We don't buy it directly from them. It goes through Finland. And these imports will end in 2025. But this surge in energy prices is also an opportunity for the government to consider developing
developing our own green energy production capacity. For example, there is talk of building wind farms in the Baltic Sea, which could cover at least half of Estonia's electricity needs. Some EU countries have already taken steps to protect their citizens from the economic impact of this increase. In the south, the Greek government is struggling to keep energy affordable for households, explains Nikos of Sky Media. The Greek government is promoting a brave increase in the income criteria for the heating allowance, with the aim of creating a protective shield for 85% of the country's households, which are affected by rising energy prices. According to Sky sources, the new income criteria will be increased this year by 20 to 30% compared to last year, while other types of fuels than oil will be subsidized. As Energy and Environment Minister Kostas Krekas stated, Until last year, gas consumers were eligible to receive a heating allowance, which starts for a family of four in Athens at 250 euros and reaches six to 700 euros for a family of four in northern Greece. Meanwhile, this week, Finance Minister Staikuras and Energy Minister Skrekas wrote a joint letter to the Eurogroup calling for a united European response to the sharp rise in energy prices. As Skrekas said, It is about using resources of the order of 8 billion euros to create a hedging mechanism, a permanent cushioning mechanism, that when we have such exceptional conditions with very high electricity prices, this mechanism comes to mitigate these increases. Notes that the draft budget submitted to Parliament on Monday, October 4th, predicts that the average price of oil, which was $43.4 a barrel last year, will range between $68.3 and $68.7 this year and next year. However, Luxembourg is not in favor of intervention in the market, reports Daniel of Luxembourg's Radio 100,7. The country's energy minister, Claude Thomas, also believes that the EU should prevent speculation and manipulation of the gas market. Although energy prices have risen in Luxembourg, there has not been much public discussion about it so far. Yet the government has already indicated that it tends to help low-income households. Energy Minister Claude Jomes said in our interview that the government must discuss this and take action. According to Claude Jomes, helping people in need is the most important reaction to the price increase. For him, this price rise is a temporary phenomenon as the energy market players have shown that the increase is not a long-term development. This is why Luxembourg is not in favor of strong intervention in the market. In the long run, the market will self-regulate, hence the conviction, capping the gas prices as France does, or the idea of a common purchase of gas by the EU, as proposed by Spain, do not make sense to the Luxembourgish government. Such interventions would destroy confidence in the market and make investors, for example in renewable energies, insecure. This would certainly not help the Green Deal, the argument goes. Instead, it should be analyzed how many market players have been involved in possible manipulation so far, and the European Commission should use the revision of the gas directive to take possible measures against this as well as against speculation. This, in short, is the position of the Luxembourg government. So, am Resume, Taltung von der Lützebäuer Regierung. 
However, it is still barely autumn and many citizens have not yet grasped the concrete impact of these prices hike on their lives, explains Florin, our colleague from Radio Romania. Când știrile alarmante despre expozia prețurilor la energie au apărut în mass media, When the alarming news about the explosion of energy prices appeared in the media, I did not pay much attention to it. I am not a big consumer and I thought that it would not affect me. Also, the bills were not alarming because they were not as high as announced. Nevertheless, just out of curiosity, I checked my emails from the gas company. It comes to understanding bills and price composition. I took some previous bills and I tried to decipher what is going on, and I realized that the price before the summer was around 0.14 lake per kilowatt hour. When I did the math, I found out that this winter I will pay 78% more for gas than last year. And that's if the market does not suffer another shock. In the coming months, The outlook for Polish citizens will be bleak, says Monica of Polskie Radio. An expensive autumn and winter awaits Poland. We will pay over 7% more for gas, and electricity bills may be up to 20% higher. Heating costs will also increase, and this is just only the beginning of the increases. The change only applies to households, as this is the only group for which gas tariffs are approved by the regulator. Those who only use gas for cooking will be the least affected by the increases. Their bills will rise by more than 3% or 0.22 zloty per month. Those who heat water with gas will see their bills rise by more than 4%, that is more than 4 Polish zloty per month. On the other hand, consumers who heat both their water and their flat with gas will pay more than 13 Polish zloty per month more. This is an increase in payments of almost 5%. In Poland, this is the third increase this year. It will cover over 7 million households. In Lithuania, as in other countries, companies are already bracing for difficult times and there is little public authority can really do, explains Aiste journalist at Genio Radias. The heating season in Lithuania is about to start. Until then, citizens are watching from afar as gas and electricity prices rise. Businesses are more concerned. For example, the largest nitrogen fertilizer producer, Achema, has put 400 workers on short-time working. The company has 1,300 workers. For now, the government and the president are looking for ways to reduce the price burden on consumers. Although the government says it is doing everything it can to reduce prices, some economists say the government has very little power to regulate electricity and gas prices in the Lithuanian market. The government plans to cushion the price shock by cutting the peak of the price hike and spreading it over the next five years. It considers this peak to be temporary. It could be compared to leasing a smartphone or a car. This means that sooner or later consumers will have to pay for this price peak. Exactly how much and for how long EU citizens will have to pay this hefty bill is still not clear and there is no doubt that EU leaders will feel the heat as they consider solutions to this new challenge facing the bloc.